0: This is
1: the MLW Radio Network.
0: All right, guys. If you are looking to have fun in the bedroom like everybody else, then you need to go ahead and get over to BlueChew.com. That's right, BlueChew.com. It's got the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but it's in a chewable form. You can get your free first order when you go over to bluechew.com and use promo code ECW. Now imagine this guys, no more waiting in line at the pharmacy, no awkward conversations with your doctor. All you got to do is go to bluechew.com, fill out some forms online, and if you qualify, they will connect you with a doctor here in the United States and get you a prescription. So no more worrying and no more hassling just have fun in the bedroom. BlueChew.com will send you your order discreetly shipped to your door. That's right you can get ready for a fun time in the bedroom without even having to leave your home. That's BlueChew.com. Get your first order for free when you use promo code ECW. All you gotta do is pay the five dollars for shipping and handling why not have some more fun? You deserve it with BlueChew.com. Remember, chew it and do it. This is control material with ECW Legends Jerry Lynn and Mikey
1: Whipper. Here is your host, Mike Freeland. <laughs> <laughs> such a <begin. laughs> I did that
0: specifically for you. I did. I, I, oh, I, I, well, thank you. I, I know. I know you got such such enjoyment out of that, and uh, I was like, oh my god. Megan was in tears with that whole thing. Oh really? So, oh, she loved it, and she was. She even told me. She said, "You really like whether it's stick or not. These guys probably think you creep them out." And I was like, oh, oh my god. She was like. <laughs> She's like the underwater glory hole. She was like, Oh my god, hilarious. Hilarious. Well you so, well, you do creep us
1: out. I do. Yes. I do.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh I know. It's uh it's just the way I am. I, I don't know how to explain it. It's just I mean I do take medication,
1: but it just comes naturally. <laughs> oh Wait, man. Let me rephrase that. Uh, <laughs>
0: Oh, so so Mikey's he's going to be on his way. So he's running a little bit late. So I guess we were told just to start. Is that the deal? Yeah,
1: I got it. I was. I got the text too. He's running late.
0: So okay, oh, well, good deal. So well, how are you, oh. Mr.
1: Lynn? Um, great. Guess what? What is that? We finally own our home. <gasps> congratulations!
0: Thank you. It is finally. Done. Finally. Been put to bed. Oh my
1: gosh. Yeah. It, it's been an interesting ride. I don't think anything like this has ever happened before in the history of mankind. Wow. Wow. So it, it's a big uh, monkey
0: off your back. You know what I mean? Yes. Well, congratulations. That's wonderful. Did you. Uh, w- to celebrate, did you. Uh, how do people typically celebrate? They usually have. Uh, a little bit of the bubbly.
1: No. we. And the closing was weird because usually at the closing, there's a big finale. They hand you the keys, you know. Right. But since we've been in this house since March, like squatters, <laughs> we already had the keys, we, you know. So there was never a big, you know, it was just a weird feeling of, with this closing as compared to our first house. It's kind of anticlimactic, isn't it? Yeah. And I'm trying to think, what did we do? I think, um, oh, I think that's, was it when we went? I think we went and had sushi, I think. Oh, see, sushi's good. Well, Pam's been Jones, and she's been craving sushi for a little bit. So In uh, Murfreesboro, there's a place called Fin Fusion, and it's great sushi. It's amazing. Nice. And when we first went there we loved it so much it's like we overdid it <laughs> we got tired of it <laughs> so we hadn't been for a while and so we went and it was awesome one of our favorite roles is called this moonlight Roll, and it's actually broiled oh wow and it was amazing and the pam asked the server what's one of their pop another popular role and it was it happened to be another role that's broiled called the crazy crab it's got like extra oh, wow. crab and stuff, and so
0: it sounds like my sophomore year in college.
1: <laughs> really, what happened in college? I'm a, <laughs> you don't want to I was going to say, should I even ask? <laughs> no, you shouldn't. It's bad. Please continue. Anyway, so that was sort of our kind of celebration for closing on the house.
0: Well, that's exciting, though. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's finally a period at the end of the sentence. You can move on with the next chapter of life. Right. There's no more looming or what's the next step or. Oh, there's you know, that's in, the
1: problem because there, there's things that we were waiting till we own the house to get done. To do. Yeah. OK. So now it's like all of a sudden there's a whole giant list of things to get done. The, oh, the honey-do list just oh, got bigger. Long. And I told her, let's not try and do everything at <laughs> once. Let's just take our time now. We we own the house. We've got plenty of time. Let's just do one thing at a time. I agree.
0: So.
1: That's the way I approach foreplay. <laughs> I mean, there's no reason to try
0: multiple things at one time because at oh. the end of the day, if you take too many things on, you're going to botch well, something. Yeah. Do you know what Unless I mean? Unless
1: you're ambidextrous.
0: Oh, my <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not.
1: <laughs> well, then you'll be on Botchamania.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Man. My uh, Sometimes the way I, I handle things as far as my love life is like a bad episode of uh, WCW Worldwide. Ooh, that's it's bad. It's just like, God, uh, this that's match bad. is hard to get through. Oh, It boy. is. It is. And I'm on that. In that ring with that, that Lazy Susan thing? Oh, God. <laughs> lazy Susan? I I, yeah, where, like, at center stage where the ring was, like,
1: oh, in the, yeah, yeah, the TV yeah. studio. Yep. But it
0: was, like, on that spinning mm-hmm. thing. Like, to me, that was a little weird. Did it spin while you were performing? I, I can't. arrest it? I don't minute?
1: think so. I can't remember. But I don't think it that did. Would
0: throw you off. Yeah, that would bit. be
1: dangerous. Okay you know, jumping or something and it's moving while you're in the air. Yeah, right. you could really tear out your ankle or knee, I would imagine. And yeah, then that's you not could good. hurt somebody because then you're landing, your trajectory's all off. So
0: gotta be super careful. Gotta be super careful. Um I did wanna ask you this question as well. Um what about are you familiar now a lot of people on social media got confused between La Parka the guy who I am most familiar with as a fan and this other gentleman who was LA Park
1: now I believe
0: to uh, the average that, wrestling right, there's two different yes. people
1: correct and from what I understand is the okay. original La Parka is now LA Park the one who is in WCW I mean yes correct the chairman
0: right. the guy who would do the air guitar with the with mm-hmm. the chair Okay, so he's still alive and well. It was the other individual who was in a match, and they they were attempting to do, was it a, to, a tope, and their feet got caught I, on the bottom?
1: I shouldn't say, <laughs> but I guess that's why they call it a suicide tope, right?
0: <laughs> no, I get it. It is dangerous. You're right. You're 100% right. I should not have well, that.
1: That was that's, not right. We, we take for granted how dangerous it really is because, look, you know, Anything
0: yeah. can happen. Yeah, anything can
1: happen, and uh, so it was. A, it's a fitting name for that dive. Plus, when I've done that dive, it is. I've done that dive before, where my toes caught the middle rope, and I just went straight down and took a mm-hmm. header for the floor. And when that, because it wow. stops you dead in your tracks, so there's no way someone's going to catch you.
0: Oh heck, yeah, yeah. it would. Sure. Uh, and I know I'm kind of all over the map here, but with uh, with the tope... Can you please relay a message for me this week? Can you please let Excalibur know I am his biggest fan. I love him on I commentary. I say that. If you see him, just say hey. Mm-hmm. I love that guy.
1: He's so good. Yeah, he didn't. He he did the commentary for the Pro Wrestling Gorilla shows, or used to, I should say. I don't know if he still Man. does.
0: Now he would he wrestled as well and. Did you ever cross paths with him as far as no. wrestling? or? Okay. Yeah, he just seems like really, like there's certain people that you can listen to and you're like, wow, like this is really fun right. listening to. And he, he's one of them because he just makes it so exciting. He does, so. yeah.
1: It, it Wow, what a great... Uh, it reminds me too of... of great like, program. I love a lot of the uh, Japanese uh, color commentators. Because a lot of them, I mean, there's, they make it sound exciting too. You you can't understand a word they're saying, but they make it sound exciting. You Know what I mean? Have you watched a well, lot of it, Japanese wrestling? You, you, I I have
0: I have watched a lot of New Japan stuff, and is it accurate? Would you say whether you're going back and forth to Japan as a wrestler, or maybe just trying to become familiar with it? The more you listen to it, you're you're likely to pick up on something. Do you think there's any truth
1: to that? Only res- the names of wrestling moves. That's the only thing I could imagine.
0: Okay. And the reason I say this is because I've watched a lot of New Japan stuff, and I still am not coming up with anything like, oh, that sounds familiar, they're talking about no. this. You know what I no. mean? Like, no, no, just the names of moves. Plus, there's there's slang in there, just like right. any American broadcaster. But you know the only I mean? thing I would get so out of it like, is, eh. uh,
1: you know, Brain Basta! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something like that, you know. Oh
0: man. Oh. Yeah, I don't know where Mikey got he's we're supposed to be doing the uh the relationship questions well, with him this week. He's supposed to be sharing some advice about relationships. Uh I don't
1: know what his deal I don't know. is. You know, he's but maybe he wants anyway. to be fashionably late. <laughs>
0: You can't just be late, right? Who was it that's, were you telling the story about you don't want to be like five minutes late? Or somebody, I heard a story. You don't want to be five minutes late. You want to be so late that they're just happy that you showed up.
1: At any job, if you show up just five minutes late, that's heat. I mean, they will look at you, you know, with a dirty look and be looking at their watch as you walk in. But if you come in two hours late, then they're like, thank God you made it. Yeah, it's all psychology. Yeah. So if you're going to be five yeah. minutes late, you may as well turn around, head home for a couple more hours, and then show up. That's right. Now, don't everyone do that and then Doopey. tell your boss at work that I said to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want that kind of thing. <laughs> You got a fame. Have
0: you Have you ever had a situation where you're backstage and you know a show's going on and someone is not there yet, and all of a sudden, as time goes on in the show you could tell nerves are ratcheting up if that person's going to show or has that never oh, really yeah. happened it's happened i mean someone i'm wrestling wow or well maybe not necessarily someone you're wrestling but just like you know the card it's a big show and all of a sudden hey we're such and such uh,
1: and no one has heard i only from worry them. about it if it's the person i have to wrestle now i could imagine so if it's someone else the promoter would probably be sweating
0: right have you ever had somebody starting to run late close to the time you're supposed to go to the yeah. ring?
1: Mhm.
0: How did it make you feel or did you just whatever, is whatever? Well, it's,
1: you know, it depends on who it is and how if you've wrestled them before and how many times you've wrestled them and you know, so there's a lot of different factors. Like if it was say oh, actually on my retirement tour when I the last time I wrestled Lance Storm pro wrestling syndicate he had the travel day from hell and so he was arriving late but i've wrestled lance so many times you know there's times even in ecw like when we drove to the wrong state and had to turn around and go back and we had like five minutes to ten minutes to get dressed and then we were on we just you know figure out what the finish was and then called the rest of it out in the ring so it just depends Now, if it's someone, you know, it's been uh, other people where I have no, you know, where I haven't worked them much or whatever, but then I just try and come up with ideas in my head without them. Have you ever hit a situation where
0: you've known someone whose music has hit, they've gone out there, and the guy still isn't backstage, and... Do they ever give somebody a signal, like the wrestler in the ring, to kill time? Or because I've heard that their phrase of "kill time" is is something that comes up. Is that accurate, or well, is that just a uh, something that fans have it's created? It's hard
1: to, to kill time or eat up time when someone's ring music is playing, and the fans know they're supposed to be coming to the curtain, and they are not, and the music's playing for you know. It probably feels like an eternity when it's only a minute (laughs) you know but a minute's a long time when no one's popping through the curtain or even two minutes would really feel like an eternity but you know you can try and eat up time or whatever and but you know if someone's music playing is they and they just are not showing every everyone knows what's going on they know someone's not paying attention
0: well have you ever had a situation where you've had to grab a mic and kill some time no Wait. Do something? Um,
1: no. The only time that happened was when I decided uh, when, that I was going to retire. When, when I was wrestling Dan Moff and he got hurt. And after the match, after the pinfall, they went to, were checking on him. And he couldn't feel his legs. And so to eat up. And that's when the light bulb went off. When I, sit, when I thought, I'm pushing my luck. And that's when I grabbed the mic and to eat up time while they were checking on him. Because they the ref said he couldn't feel his legs. so I, that's probably the only time I grabbed the mic to eat up some time while they were checking on him to just let everyone know that that was my last year. But otherwise I hadn't I've never been in that situation where I was gonna, you know stall for time.
0: Right. Interesting. So when it comes to stalling for time, did you ever have to do that in a match when someone's injured? Because a perfect example, Hell in a Cell with Mick Foley and The Undertaker. You know, obviously Mick needed some time, so Terry Funk came out. You know, a, a, the backstage people would come out and there'd be a kerfluffle or whatever and then give Mick some time to recover. Was there ever a moment that you remember in your career where your opponent was injured and <clears throat> had to come up with something?
1: No, nothing comes... Nothing comes to me right now. Nothing really stands out that where the match was stopped. Because usually, I don't think I've been in something where it was that serious. Usually if someone gets dinged up or something, they keep going.
0: You had had some pretty nasty spills in your career. And even smashing oh, your yeah. face and all that kind of stuff. There was real no Could delay be. with that either, Oh, yeah. Was no, there? no. You, you kind of no, just kept rolling. No, when I rolling. smashed
1: my face, Rob thankfully he was good at stalling and he just you know look at the crowd and do his rvd thing with his thumbs and stuff but yeah that one he stalled for time because i was in a world of hurt and luck you know luckily he did because when he when it came time when he was going to pick me up and put me in the ring because at first i told the rep i said tell him to roll me in the ring and pin me because i was hurting so bad but by the time rob came and picked me up and put me on the apron. I said, screw it, let's finish. So the pain had sort of subsided.
0: Wow. I guess those are things that you're not really taught, you know, in wrestling school. Or did Brad Rangins, who, who trained you, ever go into, hey, if all goes to shit, here are some situations that you can do, or is that just a thing that you learn on the fly it's when you're just in the business? what you learn
1: on the fly. <clears throat> I guess it just depends on if you think you can keep going or not. Like early in, I'm trying to think what year it was, probably uh, when uh, X-Pac, when he was a lightning kid, when we had our big feud up in the Midwest and we were wrestling at the bar show, Ropers, once a month. And we had our big feud there too. And I did a dive and someone had spilled their drink on the dance floor. And I hit that puddle and just folded my ankle over and broke it. So I tried oh, to keep going, but he even threw me off the ropes, and I just collapsed in the middle of the ring. There was no way I was putting any weight on my leg. And I was supposed to go over. And so I told him, I said, my ankle's messed up. I said, work my ankle. Well, holy moly, he really was working. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> So I can't remember how much longer we went it I you know it probably I thought it was probably like another 5 minutes I don't know if it was but uh so finally Sean had me in another submission hold and the ref was asking me do you give do you give and I said yes and he goes really I said yes ring the bell <laughs> because I was supposed to go over but you know that was something it only made sense I you know I knew my ankle was broke you could feel and hear it pop so
0: now this may seem like a really yeah. stupid question, but I'm gonna ask it. The referees themselves, they have communication with the back? Or is it a situation where the back has communication with the ring announcer who gives cues to the well, ref? How does this work? I've on, heard multiple I've heard multiple on indies, things.
1: Usually refs, you know, like for TV and stuff, you have earpieces. You know, of course okay. you can have your time cues and stuff, but on Indies you don't have that. So you know, the ref may have to yell to the back or something. But usually in you know, you don't have earpieces or anything like that.
0: That's more of an advanced uh, technological aspect when you're on probably a bigger right. production.
1: No, I don't know. Maybe there are some now that have it, if especially if they are, you know, if they have eye pay-per-views or... Um, I don't know. Maybe other um, TV, smaller local TV deals. But then usually something like that, you can do everything in post production except for an eye pay per view.
0: Right. Speaking of uh, the old school eye pay per views, TNA did that way back in the day. If you remember, they uh, they did those. What was <coughs> like Wednesday nights? Yep. You could buy it. Yeah. Would they're do they're doing um, they're doing a TNA one night only which, you know, I'm sure you've heard this. Have you heard anybody who's going to participate? Because it seems like a lot of the people who made TNA when it's back in the day in its infancy, when it's was really, really hot. I mean, guys like you, AJ Styles, uh, Samoa Joe, um, they're, they're just not there. You know, Bobby Roode, there's no beer money. There's no um, LA or um, America's most wanted. So know eric young so how do how do you really do a one night stand do you have to hope that the company will allow you to appear on that and
1: no just try and find guys that uh, are still available that haven't moved on to bigger and better things and are under contract somewhere like i'm sure you get shark boy um i'm trying to think who are some of the others you could probably get um chase stevens um
0: Elix Skipper, do you think If he's still wrestling, yeah. Okay. I was a huge
1: Elix Skipper fan. I'm sure they would use someone like Petey Williams, because doesn't he still wrestle for Impact once in a while? Yeah. I believe he does. So there's a few out there.
0: But that original TNA lineup was just so good. Like, did you ever just, like, looking back now, when WCW ended and that started back up, and you guys were a part of something, I mean... The hottest thing was the X Division. The hottest thing. Like, I no one cared about the World Championship. And that's, no one. It was all about the X Division. And the, the sad X thing division. is
1: that's why they kept kiboshing the X Division.
0: Because people weren't giving enough focus on the uh, right. the world title? They,
1: so they would purposely pull the rug and bury it. Which is stupid that's, because you're just, you know, what's the It is the stupid. Saying? cutting off your nose to spite your face or whatever it is and it's all about making money interesting you know so what if it's a different division it's if it's making money for your company why bury it it's just but that you know that's that's what has always gone on in in the wrestling industry is egos get in the way and there's certain people that care more about their ego than their their bank account
0: can't be doing that especially when you need to pay a mortgage and take care of a wife and family and whatnot I mean gold belts are nice but unless it's going to financially help you then a lot of people I've heard say it's just an extra 20 pounds that, that holds your luggage down yeah. even harder
1: weighs down your bag and then sometimes it delays you going through security
0: Wow. I was, was going to ask you this with, with being a title holder or maybe not necessarily a title holder, but just in general. We, I think we might have touched upon this before, but I'm trying to remember who it was. They went on social media and said that no matter where the fan sees them, he still charges them for an autograph. And it doesn't really matter for the sake of this conversation who it was. But the point is, do you agree with that? Or do you think if somebody comes up to you and it's as you're walking, would you still sign something or would, would their, I feel like the transactional money aspect would be kind of awkward. Is that, am I correct on that?
1: I guess for some people, apparently it doesn't feel awkward. (laughs) It would for me, but I only do that if I'm at a convention. Cause you know, if I'm brought in, you know, do signing and stuff, that's what I'm there for. You know, I'm there to make money. I'm at work. Excuse me. So, if I'm walking through the venue uh, to and from the table and someone comes up, I'll charge them that. But anywhere else, no. Because, I don't know. Like I said, there I'm on the clock. Right. And I get
0: that. They are paying to come see you, this is just they happen to run in you type of thing interesting it just it just need to get different people's perspectives on that kind of question because i've talked to some people who've said oh yeah i would still say all right you know 10 15 bucks and then some people would say no i appreciate the fact that you're a supporter whatever i'll sign your hat or your t-shirt right. so interesting uh, speaking of i was telling this to uh, i think i sent you this message in a group chat with mikey the event that i'm going to i'm super excited about it's around my birthday did you see that event? It's uh, let me look here. Let's take a peek. I am. I, I saw this was going to be happening in my neck of the woods, and I was so geeked out. I was like, "What? This is going to be sweet." Let's see. It is officially called the World Class. No, I'm sorry. World Classic Professional Big Time Wrestling. So they're known as the WCPBTW. and they B- are what?
1: I know. I know. I know. Just when you think there wouldn't be any... Usually it's just three initials.
0: I know. Yeah, so it's World Classic Professional Big Time Wrestling, and you can go to their website at www.wcpbtw.com. You can follow them on Twitter at the same moniker, WCPBTW. It's going to be happening. The big event is on Saturday, March the 14th, 2020, uh, from the Fairgrounds Heritage Center in Circleville, Ohio.
1: Now, how far is that from you?
0: About an hour and a half. Oh. So I am going to be there, and um, I'm going to be—I mean, obviously, I'm going to be a huge spectator and excited. But the guys that I'm looking forward to seeing—you know, Bobby Fulton's going to be there. The Midnight Express is going to be there. Tully Blanchard, J.J. Dillon, Arn Anderson, Barry Windham is going to be there. <clears throat> Um, Ricky Morton is going to be there, and some of the other people that uh, from ECW, such as Missy Hyatt, is going to be there. Uh, Sandman, Francine, Shane Douglas, New Jack is going to be there. So it's uh, Raven is going to be there. So it's it's going to be a pretty uh, star-studded wow. lineup. Yeah, it's a it's a big deal. So I'm excited. The wife says they got
1: that a lot of ECW guys. They do have a lot of ECW guys. Yeah.
0: So I asked him. I said point blank. I said, "Do I look like a fat person to you?" And he said, <laughs> he, "He he said yes." You're
1: lucky, Mikey's not here. <laughs> oh, I know.
0: God, he's so late. Right, this is ridiculous. Oh yeah,
1: man, he would have said, I asked, "You fat f." Oh, I know. Yeah. And yeah, then he so would I have said, gone into his six hundred pound life show. Uh huh. Okay. So I asked him. So i his days.
0: for the next visit. So I just basically asked him. I said, so I look like, do I look like a fat person? I mean, I'm just very bold like that. And he was like, yes. And he showed me, he was like, not from the neck up. <laughs>
1: So you're not a fat head.
0: Yes, exactly. So I guess, you know, my my head's not fat. And then he took his hands and he kind of like put the the margin of where he thinks I look like a fat person. And it was like between my man boobs and my belly. And then I asked him, I said, well, let me ask you a question. I said, is that typical? He said, yes, that is very typical. If men are going to carry any weight, it's typically in that region. I said, well, because... It is the bad spot. It no, is the, the dad,
1: spot. That- dad bod. Oh, oh, the da- oh, the dad bod. Okay. And you don't even have kids. What are you doing with I the don't dad even, bod?
0: I don't even know, man. I tell you what, I'm a mess. He asked me about bread, and I said I love bread. So, you know
1: what? I just thought. What's that? Are
0: you still eating a lot of pickles? No.
1: Okay, because that's high in no, sodium. No, because the salt. Yeah, yeah, that's why that I stopped could, doing that because right,
0: I, I, I I didn't want to get the diabetes and uh, which well, I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Right, yeah, it, yeah. because my feet would get real thick, like they would like swell with all the salt, and my hands would feel mm-hmm. like Andre the Giant fingers. So I decided <laughs> that I was gonna, <laughs> that I was going to cut back on the salt. Oh,
1: you so, Mikey! Oh
0: my God, this is blowing my mind. How late he is right now? This is ridiculous. Oh my God. So yeah, so he goes, he says, "Well, the first thing we're going to work on is your bread intake." So he then goes in to tell me some huge story about how the human body was never really meant to process bread. And I'm thinking,
1: what? Well, that's what he goes. That's why I don't drink a lot of beer because of all the brewers' yeast.
0: Right. You don't want to get a yeast infection.
1: Oh, did I tell you? I can't remember if I told you we we took the uh, food sensitivity test. Did I tell you what I was sensitive to or not? No. I can't remember. No. So Is this Pam, something
0: you would take to find
1: out what you're allergic to? Not allergic, just sensitive. Okay. Right, uh, so Pam got us these food sensitivity tests from the company's called Everly Well. Okay. And it was like a Christmas present. So... And they have high moderate and low sensitivity so mine came up not bad it was only four items now my high one the high sensitivity was egg whites which I love I love eggs you know and I understand the yolks I would so if I make a three egg omelet I only use one yolk but apparently I'm highly sensitive to egg whites now moderate is cow's milk um what was the other one? Yogurt and mozzarella cheese. And I love Italian food and pizza. So what's on that? Mozzarella cheese. So So it just kind of sucks. But, you know, so basically they're
0: all dairy products. So okay, so what happens when you take dairy? Do you have stomach issues when you eat dairy products?
1: No, my sinuses get all gunky. Oh. Wow You know you start so getting you have all to, stuffed up and gunky Do you have to take that out of your diet completely now? I don't have to You know just I guess just don't eat it as often I don't know Because I still You know On weekends I'll still make myself an omelet Or You know or Whatever And once in a while You know I'll love to ha- I love cheese sticks Those are good Ugh Now you know
0: is there such thing as a wrestler's diet? And I bring this up because... Actually, I see. go ahead. I see so many people, okay, this is going to sound bad because I'm a fat ass. And and I get it. Okay, but here's the point I'm coming Yeah,
1: from. your doctor was pretty blunt. He was extremely <laughs> blunt.
0: Oh, my God. Do I look like a fat oh. person? Yes. And here's where. So, anyway okay is this for show or is this legitimate when you see people coming out of the gym and they got their milk jug of water or their jug of water and they're just you know it's like is that necessary or are these people just trying to act like they're cool
1: no it it depends like when i go to the gym i will go refill up my bottle probably four times throughout my workout So they probably just don't feel like running back and forth to the water fountain.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: Because when I would do my cardio or my fat burning on the treadmill, I would be sweating buckets. And I would have two bottles with me. Because what I would do is, because sometimes I would do my cardio first. My fat burning. And so I'd have my one bottle of water with the pre-workout drink. And another, while I'm on the treadmill, you know, I'm just sipping away on the pre-workout one. So by the time I'm done doing half hour, 45 minutes on the treadmill, now I'm ready to go with the weights because I've had my pre-workout drink. And I may go through both bottles of water on the treadmill. And it's important while you're working out. If you're really working out hard and you're sweating, you got to stay hydrated. Although, you know, it's very important. And then during my workout after that, it'll, you know, another 45 minutes if you don't waste any time talking to people of doing my whatever body part I'm doing. And so I'll probably go through another, I might go through another one or two bottles. It just depends. You never know. So I'll just keep making trips. I mean, it's only a couple trips to the fountain and back. But the guys who have the gallon of water, they just don't feel like, I guess, running back and forth to the water fountain. So it's not, I don't think it's their being, you know, hey, look at me, I got a gallon jug. That's why I never understood that one rule at Planet Fitness.
0: What's that? The no judgment, the judgment-free zone or whatever? No, yeah,
1: they don't, no, they don't want anyone carrying a gallon jug of water with them. They'll sound the lunk alarm. (laughs) That's what they call it, I guess.
0: Wow, the lunk alarm, wow.
1: So... Yeah, and they'll they'll sound it too if you drop your weights, which I, I don't think you should drop your weights. If you're lifting I, a weight, you should go to a, a old school power lifting gym if you're going to be doing power lifting anyway. Uh, Planet Fitness isn't set up for powerlifting, and if you're not powerlifting, if you can't set down a weight, I don't think you should be lifting it. If you can't control the weight all the way to the floor, I agree. You're Plus, right. Plus, you're gonna you're gonna break their equipment. They don't want you breaking their equipment if you're lifting no. something so heavy that you're just going to drop it and break it. But that's just me. No, it makes but, sense. But, yeah, so the whole water jug thing, I don't think it's people just saying, hey, look at me. i got to, you know, it's it's important well, to co- stay hydrated when you're working out.
0: But they come out with their do-rags and their, like, their cut-off sleeves, and it's almost kind of like some people are looking to be a spectacle. Oh,
1: th- I- there you'll see that in every gym. You'll you you can spot people, who are working out, for the wrong reasons. They're and just taking trying to,
0: pictures in the mirror of
1: themselves, like when
0: they're trying to look at their tricep and all that, it's well, like. Well, I
1: guess I haven't been to the. You know, I haven't really had a gym membership for years now, but. Uh, this was at the you, YMCA. Oh yeah, it's everywhere. Just like when uh, I'll never forget when, ballys started up.
0: Oh I, ho, ho, ballys yes.
1: I think it was called. U.S. Swim and Fitness, and I called it U.S. Swim and Pickup because <laughs> there, would, I'd go in the locker room and there's guys in the locker room putting mousse in their hair before they go to work out. Why? And no. you know, and and it looked like people were spending more money on their workout outfits than their actual membership. And I thought this gym isn't for me. So I, you know, it, it was, you know, and. It it was a gym. It wasn't really a gym. It was almost like a nightclub where people went to hook up. Wow. Yeah. So I after two weeks I just I just said, I hate this gym, I'm not coming back. That, <laughs> I was, I was done. And that
0: gives a whole new meaning to wipe your machine down when you're done, doesn't it? Oh. Well, <laughs>
1: What do you mean? The moose on on there? I don't know. I mean, if they're hooking up, I mean, my God. not in the, you know what I mean.
0: You think that might be a sweat stain. Not the case. Oh, stop.
1: Oh. Not the case. I hate it when I set you up. You (laughs) did. You you did.
0: You gave me a softball on that one. I was like, oh, I can't wait till he's done. Oh, Oh, man.
1: Anyway, so I was going to say, any gym you go to, you will see people who are there just to try and get attention. Right. Even people who are on the gas, you know, they're doing it just to get attention. You know, they're not doing it because it's part of their job and they want to, you know, like a bodybuilder or powerlifter or an athlete who wants to get better or stronger or whatever. But, you know, anyone who... You see it at every gym. You you can tell who the attention seekers are.
0: Now you've always had a good body, and I mean in a completely platonic way. But what I'm saying though is you never probably flaunted yourself in like the the cutoff well, shirts and all that kind of stuff. Yeah,
1: I wore I wore muscle shirts, tank tops because I would get so hot. Right. I, and you know, and there were times. I would just wear the tight bicycle shorts because it was just comfortable.
0: <laughs> what? Jerry Lynn wearing the tight bicycle shorts and the the muscle beach shirt. We have to have a picture of this. This has to be somewhere. I'm searching for it on no, the interwebs. No. Did you have a stalker? Did you have? Did you have a pair of those uh what were the pants? The uh the Zuba pants? Zubas? Did you have a pair of those? Oh I yeah. had
1: years and years ago, yeah, I had probably about three pairs of those. Wow. Oh, I had my. the cool patterns though. I had some cool patterns.
0: Like the was the popular one, the zebra one. Was that what that was? I didn't was have like that one. Black and I think white? I had I a snakeskin
1: was... one. And I had Whoa. the uh like the diamond plate.
0: Oh wow. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Nice. So we we kind of got away from it. But what what would you consider oh. the re- the wrestler's diet because you know
1: just eat well it depends what you're doing. Just eat clean. Just eliminate your dairy products and nothing deep fried. Now, and if you want to get ripped and super lean, then you got to carb deplete.
0: So if I want to get ripped, I need to carb deplete. Yes. Now that means not just bread. We're talking reading the labels of things that have high levels of carbohydrates. No,
1: I would just, it would be bread, it would be pasta, potatoes. Crackers. You don't, yeah, you don't have to look at the ingredients. Just eat clean. Just eliminate your dairy products and nothing deep fried.
0: I was reading an article online and John Cena, who has, gosh, he's he's really carved himself out a great career in Hollywood, obviously, much like The Rock has. But he was talking about his wrestling career and basically his ring attire. And as we all know, John Cena uses the cutoff jean shorts or, I mean, they kind of look like jean capris if you ask me. But anyway, they were asking him why he decided to use that type of ring attire. And he answered the question by saying, well, I was basically kind of a thug wannabe and a rapper and I wanted to kind of have that same image in what I wear. You would agree with that, Jerry. You wanna, you wanna dress like your character.
1: I guess. It, yeah, it has. It has. A lot of people have gotten away from wearing the you know, uh, original wrestling attire, be it trunks or long tights, as we call them. <laughs> yeah.
0: Long tights. Yes. Well, John Cena said that he. A couple times dabbled with wearing cargo shorts, and that didn't work too well. But a couple images have popped up on social media of John Cena with an erection. And the most prominent one was in a match he had with The Undertaker at WrestleMania, which John did talk about. And uh, a lot of fans have noticed that. If you go on the network, you can see John's boner. And he... (laughs) And he made the comment that he said sometimes it just happens. The body just kind of happens to do that. And I'm sure there's no physical attraction to Mark Calloway. But let me ask you this question, Jerry. Uh, just coming off the heels of Blue Chew and you got it up. Have, have you or anyone you've known just popped a boner in the ring?
1: I haven't. No. No? No, there's uh, been times where you wake up in the morning and, you know. Well, sure. Oh,
0: there's but we're, surprise. we're talking about in a match.
1: You've no, n- you've, never have never,
0: You've never gone full mast when you're in there on a hardcore match or anything, right? No, no. Okay. Not trying to get too private here. Not trying to creep you out or anything. Well, that but
1: wouldn't actually, that wouldn't be private when you're in a building full of people. If this is true, especially
0: when you're on, you know, worldwide
1: no, television. I th- at TNA, I think Sonny, it happened to him in the middle of a match.
0: I thought Sonny was a woman.
1: No, not her. Um... Why am I brain farting his last name? It was.
0: Uh, Son, Sonny Ono.
1: No. No.
0: <laughs> that might have been a tiny peepee.
1: Why am I? And I wrestled him too a few times. Why am I brain farting his last name? He he retired from wrestling because his brother needed a kidney and he donated one of his to his brother. Oh, that's
0: right. That's Sonny right. Siaki. Sonny yes. Siaki. Yes. So he had a boner in a match?
1: Yeah, yeah, at the Fairgrounds of Nashville live pay-per-view.
0: So were you in the ring with him, or did you just... No, I was I was in the back. Okay, so did people recognize pretty quickly? Oh yeah, word spread quickly. And I'm sure he knew as well, because I can see where it would be kind of hard...
1: <laughs> not to notice? <laughs>
0: to Yeah, to not notice and to My wrestle.
1: God. Oh...
0: That would be kind of weird if, if there had to have been like a takedown or something like that. You know what I mean?
1: Well, yeah. You don't want or, someone to give you the big pancake bump.
0: Oh, God. He's got you like in a camel clutch and that shaft is right there on your back. That's we, oh, just come of...
1: on. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you don't have to go into grisly detail.
0: Uh, uh, oh. God, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, that would be a little awkward, wouldn't it?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Someone's kickstand poking you in the back. Yeah. Well, didn't Mikey tell a story about biting somebody in the crotch once? I I don't know. I it thought wouldn't, he did. it wouldn't surprise me. So you've never had a boner, John Cena has had a boner in the ring, and so has Sonny Siaki. And yes. uh, it happens, it's a bodily function. You know, we've heard people who have sharded themselves in the ring. That's that's actually not as uncommon. Um, going to the bathroom. I think Big Show did it before. Andre the Giant had done it before. Not uncommon oh man jerry lynn still waiting on mikey whipreck to join us here had so much to to ask him
1: but um what were you gonna ask him some relationship questions
0: yeah i was gonna ask him some relationship questions but you know what since we're waiting ask me i was gonna say how about we ask dr lynn Lynn. that's ooh, dr lynn what do you think about that that's kind of a cool name to have is there anything that uh, you call your wife? Do you have any pet names that you call your wife? Um, okay. And this is Roger from Boston.
1: After we had Annabelle, now I just call her Mama. Mama, okay, yeah. I like that. So if, you know, if we're at the grocery store or something, and she's looking at something, and I see something I want to get, I'll say, hey, Mama, So instead of Pam. I don't know, it's just, it's stuck.
0: Nice, I like that. Thing. Now, does she have any pet names for you? Oh yes. Would you like when, to when we first us? started?
1: When we first started dating, she when the first time she gave me some, she called me some pet name. I said, "Stop it!" <laughs> I said, <laughs> "No pet names," and that was a mistake because then she really poured it on. Oh wow! It was it was stuff like uh, honey lump and sugar muffin, stuff like that.
0: Well, honey Lump Man Yeah, yeah.
1: Wow so, so just because I said no pet name She really poured it on and... Wow And now You know After After uh, so many years of marriage Now it's probably more like uh, Dork <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, know
0: uh, John in Denver Writes in Is there anything that you absolutely will not do for your wife as far as a chore that you just eh, eh, ain't doing it?
1: There's got to be something. There's got to be something
0: that you're just kind of like, nope, drawing the line on this one.
1: Man, I can't think of any right now, but I'm sure there's something. There's got to be something. Okay. But if it comes to me, I'll let you know.
0: Uh, Thomas in Georgia writes in, what would be something that I could do for my wife to score brownie points before our anniversary?
1: A lot of chores.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> A lot of housework. I, 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 guess anything she doesn't like doing, do it for her. I don't know. Um, see, I don't know what, what their wife enjoys but i would say that just try and pick up slack around the house anything that you know especially if she comes home from a long day of work and there's something she normally would have to do maybe cook cook a meal for her so when she comes home from work boom she don't have to worry about that
0: i like that that's good the cooking
1: yeah because i'm not a cook after you know living on the road for 20-some years. I never learned how to really cook for myself. And I want to. I'd like to go take some culinary classes just just so I could learn. Because I always screw up, like, grilling chicken. Like, I'll do it too long because I'm scared to death of not cooking it enough.
0: Well, don't you have one of those meat thermometers that you can actually just put inside the meat and yes. tell you?
1: Yeah, we do, actually. So I those guess- are...
0: Those are lifesavers, man. I use that all the time.
1: Okay. I'll have to look it up. What's the temperature for the chicken? Oh, I don't have the stick on me right now. I I know she told me before, and I think it's like 20 degrees warmer than for beef. I can't remember. But no, I would just love to learn, you know, even what different spices and sauces to use for different dishes. Which, when we were doing the home chef, we were learning together. But she, she's a good cook, though.
0: Orlando from San Diego uh, writes in, I am trying to plan something romantic for my wife's birthday. What do you recommend?
1: Her favorite restaurant.
0: Okay, so we've got a favorite restaurant. What do we get a sitter for the night, make reservations... And then do you do you follow it up with something? Do you go out somewhere, or is it just
1: it depends like when we go out and have a special dinner, say so, there's been so many times where we plan, all right, let's go have dinner, and then we'll go hit this movie afterwards. And when we're done eating, we're just like, ugh. Let's just, <laughs> we're like, let's just go home." <laughs> Nice. So I guess it depends on your energy level and if you're used to staying up late or whatever.
0: I like that. These but, are good.
1: You know, usually their favorite restaurant.
0: Here's a question. It's a, it's an either-or question. Um, Ricardo. Interesting. Ricardo. It might be the first Ricardo I've ever uh, interacted with. Ricardo says... When planning something for your significant other, is it better to give a back massage or get them a gift certificate to a massage spa? I almost said parlor, but I don't think that necessarily <laughs> would fit this situation. There you know what on a side note, there's a place called oh. Chinese Touch. Oh, that's one like of them a like a quarter mile hour. away.
1: They open 24 hours. And it is, it is.
0: Uh-huh. And it is connected to a video uh-huh. store. I don't know if oh. that has any association or anything like that, mm-hmm. but uh, I thought about going there and yeah. just kind of checking it out.
1: Good luck with that.
0: They got great prices, mm-hmm. really good, reasonable prices. Remember
1: what I told you what Pam said when we were driving past one of those? And I said, I could really use a massage right now. And she says, yeah, a punch massage. Oh
0: my God. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yes. Wow. <laughs> oh. She's hardcore. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay, so to answer the question, it would be yes. if your wife enjoys going to a spa and getting a mani pedi and stuff like that, I would get her this gift certificate for the, the massage instead of doing it yourself if they if they enjoy actually going there and getting pampered like that. Now, some don't enjoy going and getting pampered. I mean, they don't want to, I don't know. Like, Pam's not all about that. But we do have a really good masseuse at our uh, chiropractor. The guy's okay. amazing. And uh, so, but it's hard to get her to go. But one time at the mall, though, we did stop, and you know how they have the chairs set up in the mall?
0: Those chairs are phenomenal. I don't yes. know where you can buy them. Are they actually able to be purchased? Mm-hmm. or?
1: Oh, I, I'm sure you could. But uh, so we actually did it. She started, and I had to wait a little longer than once I got on the chair, and she was only going to do like, I think, 15 minutes. And uh, maybe it was 10 minutes. And as soon as I got on the chair and he started working on me, I said, uh, "Tell her to give her a twenty-minute one." And we both had like twenty-minute massages on sitting in that chair, and it was amazing.
0: Yeah, those chairs are are legit. And then,
1: well, people... it was the it was the these a couple of old Asian guys, and they knew what they were doing, and they dug deep. They didn't mess around with you know. I I can't stand a massage where they barely are pushing it, and you know. Digging deep oh. enough.
0: You get, oh, I I want them to get all up in that. That's
1: nice. Yeah, you gotta have a deep tissue massage. Not none of this pussy footing around.
0: No. And they were good. Well, on a brief pause here. Speaking of things that are good, Jerry, have you heard of a little promotion called AAW Wrestling?
1: Yeah, I have worked for them quite a bit. I was there once once a month for probably a good, I don't know, year and a half, two years almost.
0: Well, they are a fantastic promotion, and uh, no counts, no disqualifications, just professional wrestling for the wrestling fan. They have an upcoming event. It's called A New Dawn. It's gonna be happening on January 24th at Logan Square Auditorium, and that is in Chicago. If you wanna find more information out and you're in and around the Chicago area, head on over to aawpro.com. You can also follow them on social media. They are at aawpro on Twitter, Fantastic, fantastic.
1: They, yeah, it's run. It's run by that Danny Daniels. He was a referee in ECW, and they always bring in top talent. That's that's where I first wrestled uh, Tyler Black before he became Seth Rollins. So they always put on great shows, and they've they've gotten bigger. So they've had to go to different. You know, they'll have other shows where they got to go hit a bigger venue. So they've just gotten bigger and bigger so they're doing something right
0: yeah they are doing a lot of things right and a lot of people are excited about things that are coming up in 2020 for aaw wrestling once again go over to aawpro.com and if you want to go ahead and find out more about tickets about aaw pro wrestling just go on over to aawpro.ticketleap.com I'm going to read that again to you aawpro.ticketleap.com and once again, follow them on Twitter at A-A-W-PRO and tell them Front Row Material sent you. Oh, man. So, you, you like the, the old Asian men. and oh, uh, you like, you, you like <laughs> Thanks a lot. You like the deep tissue massage. No, I'm not going to disagree with it, Jerry. Oh. Listen, I don't care who you are or how old you are. If you can give me a good uh, rub down, I'm all about it. Let me tell you right now. Yeah, yep. I mean, as long as mm-hmm. as long as it's legal, I'm fine with it.
1: It sounds like you were fine if it was even illegal. Eh, well, uh-huh. that's, where, that's nor See. here nor there. Mm-hmm. The place
0: that's connected to the video store, I, I do frequent that video store, so it's just I'm just trying to be a good patron.
1: Yeah, so. you're gonna step through that curtain in the back room, aren't you?
0: Jerking the curtain—that's what they call me. <laughs> I'm the curtain jerker. <laughs> Oh, oh, Jerry! I tell mm-hmm. you what, ah, oh, you yeah. set me up too easy, my friend. I too do easy. Oh. Crazy. So, anything that else that's on your mind? Anything that you would like to discuss or talk about? Anything?
1: I don't know. I'm trying to think. What? What did I? What have I been up to lately? About
0: 165?
1: I nah. I don't want to get that skinny.
0: What are you right now, if you don't mind sharing with a worldwide audience? I'm
1: probably, I'm hovering around 180, I think, but it's not a good 180. It's like dad bod 180. I really got to get my butt in gear and get in shape again.
0: That's the weight of my one thigh. So,
1: man. Yeah, but I'm, I'm vertically challenged. You're taller.
0: What you're what five seven five five?
1: Yeah, five seven, five seven. five. Thanks a lot. Yes.
0: <laughs> That's Mikey. I forgot. Oh, he, he's he's five five and a quarter, I believe. Oh, you know what? Speaking of of wrestling, it, and I didn't realize this. And and once again, this makes you a bad wrestling fan. But I did not realize this. But uh, my wife and I rented a couple of movies from the Red Box. Love the Red Box. Do you guys ever? Go to the grocery or wherever, and just grab a red box. I have never done the red box. Never. Have you ever seen them? They're like they're like yeah. vending machines usually that have outside, uh, movies.
1: Yeah, usually outside Walgreens or something. Yeah.
0: I tell you what, I rented a couple of movies, and I was like, man, these really, really look good. And I did not realize, or maybe I did, and and whatever. But um, Peanut Butter Falcon, I went ahead and I tweeted about that movie. Peanut Butter Falcon is such a good movie, What's such it about? a good movie so it is about um i believe it takes place down in the south i want to say around louisiana and shia labeouf is the main star so he kind of works on the fishing boats and whatnot well he kind of has a tough life um, and he ends up leaving that industry and just starts to kind of embark on his own life and it kind of cuts back and forth with a young man who is 21 years old and he has down syndrome and he runs away from where he was living, the, the facility, and he meets up with Shia LaBeouf. And it's it's really cute. It's a neat story about these two guys really coming together. Well, the young man with Downs is a big pro wrestling fan. And his journey, his quest from breaking out was to go see his favorite rock or, uh, wrestler, which is, I believe, the Saltwater... Oh my gosh, let me uh, let me pull this back up here. He has a favorite wrestler that he's always watched on this VHS tape, and he wants to find him because he wants to train to become a wrestler. Mm-hmm. So Shia LaBeouf kind of takes him under his wing, and they bond, and it's really good. Mick Foley's in the movie. He does a great job. Jake Roberts is in the movie. He does a great job. So just a really heart heartwarming movie if you haven't right. seen it.
1: I'm just curious. Does the name of the movie come into play anywhere? It
0: does. Peanut Butter Falcon definitely does. Okay. I was just and it, and it's really cool the way they work the title into the movie. So okay, all right, could not I could not recommend it more. Um, I remember when I saw the title, I went, "What the heck's all about this?" But it is a super movie. Um, uh, Dakota Johnson's in it. Uh, Shia LaBeouf, um, the the other gentleman who's um, the co-star in it, his name is Zach. I hope I pronounce this right. Gotzigen. He plays the 21-year-old who has Down syndrome, and he is hes phenomenal. He's so good. Uh, the quotes that he says in this movie are just, it's tearjerker time. I mean, he delivers them so well, so uh-huh. check that. out. And I also saw uh, CM Punk's movie. What was that? Um, let me see. I believe it's Girl on the Third Floor. It is kind of a, a psychological... Thriller, and he's really good in it as well. Really good in it as well.
1: Is he the heel?
0: So, um, he starts off being the good guy, and then he kind of turns into being the bad guy. So yeah, oh, he okay. he has he has some good guy, bad guy traits. So he's in it. Sarah Brooks is in it. Uh, Tristan Kelly's in it. Elise Dowling's in it, Tanya Kay, and Bishop Stevens is in it. And it's just it's really good. So either one of those movies I definitely recommend if you're a wrestling fan and you'd like to see some of your favorite wrestlers like Mick Foley, Jake the Snake Roberts, and CM Punk, definitely check out these movies. That's okay. my it's my wrestling movie take. So All right. Um It is time for something Mikey doesn't like but I love. What? It's some shout-out time. Are you ready for a little shout-out time, Jerry? I'm ready. All right. Some people, I've asked our listeners from, you know, everywhere, where are you from when you listen to our show? And got some really, really good responses. So let me see here. Got a ton of people. So want to let, uh, obviously, Drew Watson, he is listening in from Long Island.
1: Right.
0: Mojo Riverfish EJ Miller is Buffalo. Liam Savage is in Toronto. Josh Ritter is in Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania. Ryan Dana is from Tacoma, or is Tacoma, Washington, oh, wow. by way of Cleveland, Ohio. Christopher Martin listens in from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Paul, and I'm not really sure how to pronounce his last name properly. Uh, we'll just call him Paul. Good friend Paul. <laughs> he, he's listening in from California. Uh, Our good buddies at Juice Pro Wrestling say parts unknown, which is awesome. Um, Waldo the Hook is listening in from Nashville. And just Mike, uh, he is at Jersey Devil underscore 82. He is from Lakewood, New Jersey, and he lives in Lakeland, Florida. So he kind of kept the lake consistent with uh, where he was living. So that's really cool. So I do want to say thank you to everybody who interacts with us on social media and lets us know where you're listening in from, and how much you enjoy the show, and we do appreciate
1: all of that. Yes, thank you.
0: All right. Y- you know what we still need to do before we say
1: goodbye? What's that? Oh, I guess we should have done an open.
0: We should do an <laughs> open.
1: Let's do an open.
0: Welcome to another episode of Front Row Material. My name is Mike Freeland. I am joined by the ECW TNA Ring of Honor Impact Wrestling Superstar, Mr. Jerry Lynn.
1: <laughs> you sound like that's a chore, and you're annoyed with saying all that. No,
0: I love saying it. I do. There's just yeah. so much. Yeah. Oh, And, uh, and Mikey Whitbreck, who's who's still currently uh, indisposed. I don't know what he's doing. Hopefully, he's using his Bluetooth.com. But, uh, yeah, I think it's time for the close now. Jerry, I enjoyed it. It's always good catching up with you chatting and chatting and talking about life and the world of professional wrestling So if you have any time on social media and you want to chat with Jerry, you can hit him at It's Jerry Lynn. You can uh, follow Mikey Whipwreck at Mikey Whipwreck underscore. You can follow the show at FRM Podcast or me specifically. I am at Mike Freeland. Go on over to ProWrestlingTees.com. Get yourself a Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whipwreck shirt or an FM Pod shirt as well. We appreciate that. Also, if you like what we're doing, go to iTunes. Give us a rating. Let us know. Leave us some comments. We will read them. So, all right. That's going to do it. We will chat with you next time on Front Row Material.
1: The world of NLW Radio never stops.